On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most inspired visionaries on the planet in lighthearted, lively dialogue. Join us as we explore the expansive nature of reality in a down-to-earth way, offering you insights and tools empowering you to become that bright light you're meant to be now here's your host christine upchurch hello welcome i'm so grateful you've joined us here today you might be listening live here in the seattle area on 11:50 a.m kknw over the airwaves you know the old-fashioned style of radio or perhaps you're listening to us online uh on 1150 a.m kknw or you might be listening on TransformationTalkRadio.com or Blog Talk Radio. But wherever you're joining us from today, we're grateful you're here. You might be also listening after the fact. Time is irrelevant when it comes to podcasting. Uh, but wherever and whenever you were grateful you joined us here today, we're going to be talking about something that we have never talked about in the six years of the show. Um, and I'm really excited to be discussing that. But before I share about our guest and the topic, I'd like to say hello to the man behind all the technology who allows you to hear these conversations, Mr. Benny Mathers. Hey, Benny. Ah, the old-fashioned ways. I know. To dust off that old box, and there we are. I know, exactly. <laughs> Tune that dial, you know, hear the static. I remember when I was listening to you two on the radio. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. appreciate yeah. that. Or terrestrial radio is what we usually mention. There's yes. so many avenues these uh, days, and uh, you're on many of those platforms as well, so that's a good thing. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. apparently the show ends up in like 50 different podcasts, and it's, I mean, it's just the, that's the on sign the of the end. times. The low end. The, 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 sign of, the sign of the times. Sure. And these days, people will drive around in their cars, and they'll listen to satellite radio. Yeah, or I move mean, around in their building so we can get a good signal. That's true, yes, <laughs> yes. It's our guest. It's okay. Uh, we made it work. Yes, we did. And I'm excited about our guest today. Mm-hmm. Now, over the years, oh gosh, the, I don't know, what is it, 15 years, 16 years, um, I've been doing coaching and healing. I can't tell you how many people have come into me and said, all my life I've felt like an alien. All my life I feel like I, I don't fit in. And in fact, I felt that way most of my life in one way or another, and it inspired me to do a TEDx talk on feeling like an outsider, And but I was exploring the hidden benefits of feeling like an outsider. So this outsidedness is rampant on some level for people who are on their conscious journeys, partly, perhaps, because of where they come from. You've heard about past lives, but we often think in terms of past lives here on Earth. Perhaps, just perhaps... You've had a past life somewhere else, and we're going to be talking about that today. Our guest today is Dr. Linda Backman. Um, she is a psychologist and regression therapist, and she's been in private practice for four decades. She guides individuals in soul regression hypnotherapy to access their past and in, and in between lives. In this way, she assists people to more fully recognize who they are as a soul throughout repetitive lifetimes. And during the time we are not incarnate, as well as in discovering their soul intention in this life. Um, She focuses on guiding regression and soul mentoring clients, as well as doing speaking engagement. And we'll hear about her doing one in Seattle this week. Writing, presenting, and training others in soul regression hypnotherapy. She is deeply focused on evolving universal understanding and awareness of the path of soul development that leads to the acceptance of oneness and unity of all people and cultures of the world. Uh, She lives in Boulder, Colorado, and she's already here in the Seattle area, and I'm grateful to have her today, Dr. Linda Backman. Welcome, Linda. Thank you, Christine. It's great to be here with you. You know, um, I'm not kidding when I, I tell you that so many of my clients over the years and so many of my students over the years have said, I feel like I've never fit in. And what you've discovered in your regression therapy is there may be very good reason for that. Can you tell us a little about about how you discovered as you were helping people discover their past lives, how you discovered that not all of them are here on Earth? Absolutely. Well, let me see if I can give you a quick 
thumbnail sketch, I was I was going to start with saying, I bet you guys can't remember not worrying about a signal, but only listening to the radio because there was no television. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where I was uh, as I was listening to you chat with Benny. Um, okay, so quick thumbnail sketch. Um, prior to about 26 years ago, I always say I was minding my own business as a psychologist. I was a psychologist in general private practice. Okay, hold, then, hold on a minute, Dr. Beckman. Um, we, it's getting a little warbled here. We spoke Let's too wait. soon is basically what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's sounding kind of warbled, and we really want to hear you. Um, okay. Let's try maybe a slightly different position in the room and because um, yep, yep. we really want to hear this story. Okay, let me see that I'm moving around here, and you guys tell me if I'm any more clear or I'm not more clear. There, there, so there. This, yeah, let's try right there. Better? Yes. All right. Okay. Now I won't move. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, and, just and, move and, me in. If it, okay, so go ahead and start with your story about how you came yeah, to this yeah. discovery. Okay, okay. So um, about 26 years ago, I had been in private practice maybe about 15 years um, as a psychologist, I was not into spirituality in any way. If you said to me, when do you believe in reincarnation, I would have said, I just don't know. Don't know if I do or if I don't. Uh-huh. Long story short, my original colleague died in 1993, a dear friend colleague. And when he kind of started experiencing him talking to me from the other side, which I thought, oh, that's just really strange. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he began to show me scenes of past lives. Uh-huh. So, long story short, I thought, this is crazy, but maybe not. Um, I asked my husband, I said, what do you think about this? My husband was a university professor at the time, and he said, well, only now do I remember that when I was a boy growing up, my husband said to me, I remembered my past lives in detail, mm-hmm. but I forgot about all that because I thought that was crazy. Right. So I started studying, you know, this is 26 years ago, I started reading, taking training, and learning how to guide regression. As I began to guide regression, I learned from one of my mentors that we can have lives somewhere that is not on Earth. And I, I bought that. I accepted it was feasible. But suddenly, maybe 12 to 15 years ago, mm-hmm. I started examining my regression clients and started thinking back on my regression clients. And I said you know, to myself, 60% of my regression clients have been accessing past lives not on Earth. Uh-huh. And I wow. realized, yeah, I realized my guides, my guides were bringing this into my world. Right, right. Yeah. You know, um, we're going to go to this break early because we're still having some connection issues. We're going to try a different type of connection. Uh, but stay tuned for more about these fascinating stories of interplanetary past lives. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Are you ready to finally feel empowered and knowledgeable in your political stance? Let Marsha Padilla Goad educate you on exactly how important grassroots advocacy is in a relatable way to all perspectives. Tune in to Grassroots Advocacy Radio with Marsha every first Tuesday of the month at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit DynamicsInPublicAffairs.com. Are you ready to shift gears from spiritual seeker to spiritual rock star? Let Nova Whiteman be your aligning force that will help you navigate the ups and downs of this human experience. Tune in to Spiritual Alignment Radio with Nova Whiteman every second Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
For more, visit NovaWhiteman.com. That's N-O-V-A-W-I-G-H-T-M-A-N.com. What is holding you back from living the life you were meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformations Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. You know, um, we had some technological issues and uh, we have solved them. So you're going to be able to hear our guest. Yay! We worked it thank out. You. We worked it out. Yes. Thank you, Benny. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Backman. And thank you, technology yeah. gods. Yes. No yes. problem. <laughs> so much better. Okay. So you were sharing before the break how you were you ended up finding that people were discovering past lives in hypnotherapy and a, a whole bunch of them. What was the percentage of people that, that had had lives that weren't here on earth? Yeah. You know, about 12 to 15 years ago, I started thinking about my clients. I guide clients week in and week out. Uh-huh. And I realized that 50 to 60% of my clients were discovering what I would easily call interplanetary past lives. Uh-huh. So from other planets. <laughs> okay, so from other, so so simplistically, and I know we're going to go deeper with this, uh-huh. um, clients who were giving me specific details about past lives not on Earth, okay. on other planets, in other star systems, uh-huh. um, in, uh-huh. in, 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 you basically you would just say in other celestial locations. And is it possible that also in other dimensions? Well, then that depends, Christine, on, you know, if, if you will, define what you mean by dimensions. Well, I, I think we often think of the, the universe and, and stars and planets as a part of our universe here, um, in, in like the physical universe, this, what the scientists think of as the universe. And um, I'm, I'm just wondering if there's like a, a, another dimensionality to some of the past lives. Okay. And that's a question that comes up a lot. Let, let me just say what we're talking about is real time, uh-huh. not, not somewhere else that is um, where all time if, you know, falls away. We're talking mm-hmm. about past lives in real time in other locations, not on Earth. Again, you know, meaning planets, star systems, at time interdimensional space the bottom line is there is life elsewhere uh-huh. if i can put it that way right which i think is no surprise when i mean t- to think that we're the only place in the universe that has life is is very egocentric of us um so it makes perfect sense but d- it, like these with these past lives i'm just trying to get a sense um for our listeners are they all sort of humanoid or do they vary mm-hmm. Yeah, Christine, these are great questions. Um, They vary. In other words, where there is life other than on Earth, there is not necessarily a physical structure that looks like a human. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And And that that makes sense, you know? Again, we can't be so egocentric to think that, you know, anything that that is, is like involved life has to look like humans. That's right. That's yeah. right. And and I can, uh, you know, I can talk about different types of physical structures, different types of, you know, containers, if you will, uh-huh. uh, that do not appear human. And what I love, and I'll just say this, I hope this will help listeners, 
is I'm not one of these people that says, oh, well, I heard this from one client, so I know it's real. Mm -hmm. I look where is there repetitive explanation that overlaps from one client to the next where the clients are telling me I'm not telling them. And therein, I think we begin um, to find validity. Right. So when you go, when you're taking a, um, a client through hypnotherapy to, you know, explore their, their past lives, um, how do you go about doing it? I, I'm kind of one the sort of the scientific perspective to ensure yeah. that you're leaving it as neutral as possible. Okay, good, good. I love that. Um, okay, well, first, first, let me just say, in terms of neutrality, uh, when, I, when I train people to do this work, I say to them, do not lead the client. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you guide the client into a past life, or when I guide the client into a past life, the client is telling me about the past life. I'm not telling them. Uh-huh. So I might say, I might say to them, um, you know, we're in an initial scene of a past life. We're in a first scene of a past life. Are you inside or outside? Uh-huh. Is this a city? Is this a village? Is this the country? In other words, I'm not telling the client, they're telling me. Right, right. I think that's crucial. Absolutely. As, I'm, you know, as a former research statistician, um, I always worry about bias. And uh, any, any leading questions, bias is the answer. So that seems perfect the way you go about doing it. Um, and I'm like you, Christine, in the sense that, you know, I'm trained with a, with a doctoral degree in counseling psychology mm-hmm. with, with research training. It's like, don't lead the witness. Don't yes. put ideas in their mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when people start to discover pa- their past lives as, they're, as you're guiding them through this hypnotherapy, um, are they surprised if they see something that's not human? Boy, some are and some aren't. Um, Some of my clients come in and when I do the interview, before we start the regression, they will literally say to me, I know I'm not from here. Mm -hmm. They'll literally say, I know, I know. Now, this isn't true of all my clients that discover they've had lives other than on earth. But Uh many of them will say, you know, as a child, I mean, I've heard this far more than once. Clients will say, as a child, I stared out the window at night, um, I looked at the moon, I looked at the stars, and I knew that was where I was from. Uh-huh. And so so then the question comes up, so, okay, Linda, well, then maybe this is just something they want to believe. But what I would say, and especially if, if you know, people read one of my books and read the client material um, that's included in, in my most recent book, the specificity during the past life is too much detail to be made up. It isn't uh-huh. just, oh, I want to believe right. that I'm from somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Right. And one of the things I find interesting about um, many of these stories of, of these people experiencing past lives in the regression is that it's, it helps them to gain perspective about how they feel in their current life. It's, it, it seems it's often related and informing. Yes, it explains things that weren't explained to them before. Being a soul that has had many lives not on earth, or what I would call an interplanetary soul, explains various kinds of symptoms, health issues, emotional issues, spiritual issues that were never explained before. Mm-hmm. And I know that in your book, you talk about how, generally speaking, there are some signs that you may be an interplanetary soul. What are some of those signs? Well, some of those signs, you know, first are just an extreme interest in something other than Earth, uh-huh. you know, understanding is there life on Earth and an extreme interest in, you know, reading books about such things. But what what I find with clients is they finally understand themselves. They understand things like um why have they had this myriad of digestive issues that have never been explained? Uh-huh. Or, And it's simply because that soul 
the the person I'm working with, obviously, who's uh-huh. obviously sure. human, a human, um, they're not accustomed to functioning within the human body. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they have dietary issues. They have, you know, allergic issues right. that nobody's explained to them before. I've often wondered, I've got two sons, and both of them have several life-threatening food allergies each. Um, And although my second son seems to have acclimated here on Earth really well, my older son sometimes, I think, thinks this place is just too intense, too warlike. He's disillusioned by Earth, let's put it that way. Um, so I've often thought, I've wondered, if, is, is there that aspect of it? You know, are they from someplace else? I, I wouldn't be surprised. And when you talk about your sons, then it reminds me of what my husband and I began to kind of have a hunch about when one of our grandchildren was born about 12 years ago. And, you know, we noticed he had some health issues. We also noticed um, that, and this ultimately came to light, he was ultimately diagnosed with ADHD and uh-huh. some learning differences. Uh-huh. So souls that have had more lives not on earth than on earth, first and foremost, come from healthy cultures. They uh-huh. come from they come from a lifestyle, if you will, that is not Earth, obviously, uh-huh, right. that is healthy as opposed to Earth where we have a lot of challenges in the lifestyle of Earth. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And they're very wise. The, these adults and children are extremely wise because the culture where they come from is highly evolved. Right. Which can be yeah. both um, inspiring in terms like we feel like we've got a mission, perhaps, but it can also be really disillusioning because Earth here is a pretty dense and dark place sometimes. Yes, and, and you know, I feel like that's part of the reason these clients started showing up in my practice. I believe that my spiritual guides lead certain clients for me to work with. I uh-huh. mean, you know, there's a lot of people on the planet. So sure. the clients that show up with me are there for a reason. I started learning about these interplanetary souls, and I'll just say, and I can explain this more and move along, I'm not an interplanetary soul. Oh, interesting. But these interplanetary yeah, I, I am not, and I can, you know, say in a minute um, why I believe I'm not um, and, and the purpose of that. But it, 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 it has become clear to me, I think, that I'm to help these interplanetary souls accept themselves and know there's nothing wrong with them. Uh-huh. They're not weird or crazy or, you know, emotionally imbalanced or whatever. They just don't normally come into this human culture. Right. Right. Yeah. And um, do you feel, based on what you've heard from numerous clients and, and your own sense of it, that there are perhaps more interplanetary souls incarnating right now? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, let me just, I'll try to make this short, tell you what I've learned about the history of Earth. This is learned from clients. Okay. What I've learned about the history of Earth and why there are more now. Um, so let's see if I can make this kind of simplistic. When Earth was formed and Homo sapien life began on Earth, um, souls that came to Earth had primitive souls because life was so simple. It was find the cave where you can you know, be warm or find something to eat. Right. Then as Homo sapien communities began to grow and evolve, they needed rules, regulations, morality, and then more experienced souls incarnated on earth to help progress humanity slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. What I understand is that those original souls that came to earth that stayed here and kept incarnating on earth and didn't return to incarnating interplanetary is what I've been taught to call an earth-based soul. Uh-huh. I'm an earth-based soul. I've been coming here for tens of thousands of years and primarily not incarnating elsewhere Uh but periodically these highly evolved interplanetary souls have been you might say sent to earth in greater numbers at pivotal points in humanity's history to try to get us past a stuck place Uh we're in another stuck place right now oh yeah oh yeah and 
Yes, yes. So there are more IPs, interplanetary souls, more IPs on Earth right now than there have been in hundreds of years. Interesting, interesting. Understanding. I I know that um, there are many issues that come up for people who are interplanetary interplanetary souls, and I know that many of them have missions right now. Uh, When we return, Linda, I'm going to want you to share with our listeners how to deal with being both mission-based but to also deal with the challenges of being in human form when it doesn't feel like your natural home. Stay tuned for more with Dr. Linda Backman here in just a few moments. Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? You actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at The Healthy Bra Company. She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom-fitted, custom-altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Radio. Calling all moms, it's time to awaken your vibrant, intuitive, loving self in every area of your life. Join host Debbie Pokornik as she shares thoughts, stories, and tools to help you stand in your power. Listen to Vibrant Powerful Moms Helping Everyday Women Create Extraordinary Lives, Mondays at 2.30 Pacific, 5.30 Eastern. For more information about Debbie, visit empoweringenergy.com. That's empowering with letters N-R-G.com. Conscious Confidence Radio, a timeless wisdom with Sarah Main. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and join Sarah on an adventurous journey to the deeper level of meaning to move beyond today's world of constant change, confusion, and uncertainty beyond the shadow of fear. This hit show explores key concepts such as confidence, values, and attitude in a dynamic way. To learn more about Sarah and her work, visit sarahmain.com. I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, Our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999. 999-9836. Welcome back to the Christine Uptrick Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. Benny has a good sense of humor and it comes out in the music all the time. Thank you, Benny. You know, today we are talking to Dr. Linda Backman. She is an author of several books, including her most recent, Souls on Earth, Exploring Interplanetary Past Lives. Okay, Linda, um, we were talking about how interplanetary souls feel often feel like they're a little different. Sometimes they feel like they're way different. Sometimes they feel like they don't fit in. Um, what are some of the other signs? You talked about digestive issues. What are some of the other you know, signs or symptoms that somebody might not be around from around these parts? Yeah, what one would be, uh, you know, I'm thinking about clients in my head that that I've worked with far more than once. Um, Autoimmune disorders Uh are often a sign of, you know, chronic fatigue, um, those kinds of things. But any autoimmune disorder, again, it's because that soul doesn't function well in the human container. Mm -hmm. So that's one. 
Okay. Um, strong sensitivities, you know, so just think about sensitivities overall, uh -huh. chemicals, food, you know, the energy of, of, of large groups of people, right. um, that kind of thing. And, and then another sign, and this will show up at times more with children um, than adults, we have so many people, as I'm sure you know, being diagnosed on the autistic spectrum these days. Yes. Often those are interplanetary souls, partly because they may come from places in the universe where there is no you know, verbal communication, their communication is telepathic or through some other means. And so they don't get that, you know, they have social anxiety It's because they don't come from places where they operate the way we do socially. Yeah. And I think about sensitives. One of the things that, that I've found confusing over the years that I've had to sort of grow through, and I, I know this is true of many of my clients as well, is that there's this dichotomy be between what we're seeing in social situations and business situations that we're supposed to trust is the truth, but we sense on another level that there's this um, in incongruence, that, that things like w what's being said what isn't exactly what's being thought, uh, and it can be very confusing. Yes, yes, and, and I think that's because often interplanetary souls, you know, they read far, far below the surface. Uh -huh. And, you know, they get when someone's being disingenuous. Yeah. They, you know, they, they, they get that. Um, they often, uh, a couple other things about interplanetary souls that might be helpful for the listeners. Um, interplanetary souls come from many, 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 different places in the universe. So yes, the Pleiades, yes, Sirius, but places that we don't even comprehend the names. Many of these places are purely right-brained or are purely, we might call it, purely heart chakra. Okay. So some of these, some of these cultures, these IP cultures are pure emotion. Some of them are pure mental. Interesting. And and some are, and some are a mix. So, um, you know, th that also at times explains the interplanetary soul uh, client, if you will, to themselves. It's like, oh, no wonder I'm just, you know, a bucket of feeling all the time, or I'm so capable of reading somebody else's feelings. It's because they come from a feeling place. That's the culture. Right, right. Or vice versa, science, research, mental, um, everything is left-brained in some of these cultures. Uh -huh. And they probably don't understand why there's so much drama here on Earth. Right, yeah. right. Or they don't, you know, they try to have a friendship or a romantic relationship, let's just say, with someone who's very emotion-based. And they struggle with that because they just don't get it because it's not familiar. Mm -hmm. So... How does a person who has these sensitivities is somehow different, is an interplanetary soul, how, how, how do we deal with those challenges while in human form? Well, I, I think the first step is, you know, accepting yourself, embracing yourself, yes. um, understanding this is me. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm not weird or crazy or you know there's nothing wrong with me mm -hmm. i'm simply an interplanetary soul and the other piece that i've already said but i think is so crucial is interplanetary souls are always highly evolved because they bring the wisdom of their home base interplanetary souls have a celestial home base that's not tied to the frequency of earth. They come from a healthy home base. And then mm -hmm. as we've already said, so it's embracing, this is why I am who I am. Yeah. Um, but they also need family members, friends, life partners, parents, sure. teachers, whatever that get them. Uh huh. Yeah. Which can be challenging, I think. Yes, totally. Totally. And, that, I was just going to add that um, another just quick identifying feature is if I'm working with an interplanetary soul um, client or, you know, I'm, they're in a training or whatever, um, if they've been here 
50 times, 100 times, if they've been to Earth that many times, even though they've had hundreds, if not thousands of non-Earth lives, uh -huh. if they've been to Earth 50 or 100 times, they function here more effectively than the client where I learn they're an IP soul, but this is their second life here. This sure. is their fifth life here. Then it's harder for them. Uh-huh. So do you find that, um, I don't know how to, how to say this, do you find that there are IP souls who are suicidal because they feel so out of place? The answer is yes and yes. They, so it's a combination. Because I guide not just past life regression, but between lives regression, which includes soul level work. Uh -huh. um, we, so some of them feel some level of depression or suicidality, um, but don't take their life. Mm -hmm. I also have other clients who either have family members um, or we're tapping into um, a previous past life on Earth, but Earth is not their home base. And in that previous past life, they've taken their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and I'll add, oh, I'll just add spiritual guides. Then the question that I get um, is, so how does the spiritual realm, how, how do our spiritual guides and higher beings view suicidality or suicide? Sure. And the answer is most of the time, um, it, it may not be a preference, but almost always for me with clients who have taken their life in a past life, uh -huh. it's, it's accepted. It's right. understood. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we, we make all sorts of choices in life and, and I'm sure that when you get to the soul review view and processing, uh, there are some things we could have done better one way or another. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I kind of want to understand the bigger picture of the, there are more IP souls here now. Um, and how, how does somebody who is having a hard time assimilating in human form who understands that they're here for a purpose, actually show up fully with their gifts and stay balanced? Boy, um, good question. Uh, I would say they need social support. They need at least a few people in their life. You know, I'm thinking about, again, some of my clients who have not been here many times and they really struggle in all kinds of ways. Uh -huh. They need, you know, one, two, maybe three people who get them and don't think that they're just uh, majorly weird. Uh -huh. Along with that, they need a very holistic lifestyle. Um, many of them, you know, have narrow diets, um, don't do well in large groups of people, um, you know, and so often they're, they're really needing to, they need regular acupuncture. They need, um, to make sure most of the, uh, things that they put on their skin are, you know, pure and organic. Uh -huh. Um, yeah, but yeah. that, that's crucial because as we all know, um, earth isn't terribly healthy in terms of the general diet or, right. you know, chemicals in, in our environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the issues that I'm seeing sort of as a, a, a big picture energetic perspective is that there are many who are here right now who are supposed to be bringing light to the planet for this transition period. And yet there's so many of us who are resistant to being earth-based. How do we ground that higher frequency vibration um, and, and stay balanced? Well, you know, I'll just say I am not a, um, how can I put this? I, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm not so much a love and light kind of spiritually oriented person. Sure. I, I, I really believe that um, our planet is only going to progress through 
yes, high frequency energy, but um, action, spiritual action, human action. But isn't so, that isn't that grounding um, the light? Isn't that that's a version of grounding that light, right? It's it's like totally. putting put it in, into action is a part of the grounding. Exactly. Yeah. E- exactly. And and I think you know I have a few clients that I work with that are almost home based totally uh-huh. um, home based meaning in their homes on earth their sure. IP souls and um, so they do things like blogs and um, various ways to get their energy and ideas out there because. Some of them are people with significant autoimmune disorders or mm-hmm. significant dietary issues, right, um, right. and yet they're here with purpose. Yes, yes. This is fascinating. Uh, we're going to go to another quick break, but when we return, we're going to find out how you can connect with Linda while she's here in Seattle. Stay tuned for more with Dr. Linda Backman here in just a few moments. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns, designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive, and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Heaven on Earth, your online school of divinity, building your inner coach as you lay down your foundation in the new earth with you as the authority. Take action now. The number one challenge people face every day is the negative voice in their head. We work each day to turn negatives into positives. It's all a matter of perception. Our challenge at this time is to remain intensely positive and focused, creating the world we wish to live in. Wake up on purpose with Cornelia's daily online positive messages guiding us in the new paradigm. Raise yourself into happiness and inner peace daily. Elevate your personal frequency free from negativity and reprogram yourself step by step, shifting your energy patterns with positive repetition, daily building your new earth with someone you trust. All the heavy lifting has been done for you. Wake up happy with Cornelia Stephanie, BIP.com. Try free for seven days now. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options, I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day, I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt, than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Oh, you know, this hour is flying by. And before we go any further, Linda, I want people to know how they can connect with you what sorts of sessions you offer, regardless of where you are, and about your events here in Seattle this weekend. I thought you wanted me to sing to the IP music. (laughs) (laughs) Please do that too, absolutely. (laughs) I won't even try. Um, So thank you. So my website is www.raven, like the bird, R-A-V-E-N, heart like the heart in your chest, 
Center, like the American spelling, C-E-N-T-E-R, uh-huh. ravenheartcenter.com. That's my website. Um, I'm at East West Books um, tomorrow evening from 7 to 8.30, giving a presentation and, you know, kind of a, I don't want to call it a teaser. It's 90 minutes. It's more than a teaser, but content about interplanetary souls and soul regression work. It'll include Earth-based souls as well. Uh And then a workshop on Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 back at East West where we'll really dig in together and work on uh, discovering past lives, Earth past lives, interplanetary past lives. You know, why are you here? How did you plan your current life? What's your life purpose? Uh Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. 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 And we've talked a lot about interplanetary souls because that's the name of your most recent book. And this is sort of unusual to be talking about this, but you also talk about how there are earth-based souls and that earth-based souls are also helping the interplanetary souls. So what role can an earth-based soul, um, you know, play in helping the inter, 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 sorry, interplanetary souls show up for their purpose? Right. Well, so, um, Many of us as spiritual people are Earth-based souls. That simply means we've been coming to Earth over and over and over, you know, over tens of thousands of years. We come into body to evolve. Even as a peace soul, you come to Earth to continue evolving, even if you're already fairly evolved. But so Earth-based souls um, have been coming to Earth for a very long time and evolving lifetime to lifetime. Uh And so Earth-based souls operate more effectively in the human body than IP souls. We need earth-based souls at times parenting IP souls. We need Uh earth-based souls, you know, being teachers in a classroom with IP souls. Um, So we need the balance because both is crucial. I'm an earth-based soul. Uh And I asked my guides at a certain point, I said, you know, to my guides, so for what reason are you bringing all these interplanetary souls into my practice and actually some in my personal life? Uh And they said, Linda, because you're an earth-based soul and, you know, to some degree or another, you function more effectively on earth. You get earth and Uh you get the earth body. So you're more grounded, you might say, right. on Earth to be able to support IP souls. That makes sense. And again, from a higher level perspective, I always think in terms of the energetics, I, I imagine that Earth-based souls, at least those who are fairly evolved ones, do a, a good job of helping to ground the, the higher frequency vibration that, that comes from the, you know, via the other planets um, through these, these interplanetary souls. Yes, I mean, I think that's totally true. And, you know, I, 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 of course, I work with all kinds of clients, some who surprisingly learn in a past life or a between lives regression that they are an interplanetary soul and that's new to them. Uh-huh. But others, others that have always known it and finally someone, you know, gets them and says, there's nothing wrong with you, even though everybody else, you know, lots of people in your life think you're just my non-clinical term, just plain weird. Uh-huh. Um, you're not weird. It's this is who you are and who you're meant to be, and you're meant to be here on Earth at this time. Yeah, and I suspect there are also plenty of people who um, are different, but they've done their darndest to hide it from people, and and oh, that for- takes its toll as well. Yes. They- yes, and and I, I I think you know of course there are earth-based souls that are evolved that hide to some extent too because they have trouble dealing with life on earth Mm -hmm. but ip souls are even more unique and they have you know habits that they think are weird they don't eat um during the day they only eat at night Mm -hmm. um you know, their diet is limited to just such a narrow diet. Um, you know, they have thoughts and ideas about where they come from that if they were to share that, someone would think, you know, they were really, you know, using, you know, some kind of substance and they're not. Uh Um, so, and they're so wise. Yeah, go ahead. So I'm curious, um, have, any of these interplanetary souls during their regression talk about 
um, any beings on the planet who are not just like incarnated into human form, but they're actually from their home planet, so to speak? Well, that's a piece of what we um, seek to understand often in a regression. When I'm, you know, does that interplanetary soul have a friend or a family member who also comes from where they come from? Uh-huh. And and what's kind of fascinating is that some of my clients are coming from celestial locations where for some extended period of time, hundreds of years, thousands of years, souls have been coming from their home base to Earth. Uh-huh. But many, many of my IP clients, they're here um, almost as a scout. They're here to scout out what life is like on Earth. And then the IP soul, you might say, transmits information back to their home base to help prepare other evolved souls from their home base to come to Earth. Because, again, we need their, you might say, their brand of of wisdom. Humanity needs their wisdom. but But they're transmitting back how to function here. Fascinating. You know, this hour has flown by, and I want to mention again, um, about your events, Linda. So uh, again, East West Bookshop tomorrow, Saturday evening, which is February 2nd. Uh, and then Sunday afternoon from 1 to 4 East West. And uh, I think it's great that you're here in Seattle. Sorry that we got rain, but surprise, surprise. Um, and I want to thank you for joining us here today. It's been my great pleasure, Christine. Thank you for having me. And if you have one quick 30-second message uh, for our listeners, what would it be? I would say um, look for the interplanetary souls in your life. Uh And I would say look for understanding yourself at a soul level. If people have questions uh, or about regression, contact me through my my website, ravenheartcenter.com. Yeah. And Souls on Earth, Exploring Interplanetary Past Lives is fascinating because there, there are lots of um, regressions included here with some fascinating stories of, of life on other planets. Um, it's not to be missed. And I want to thank you for joining me here today. And I also want to say that uh, this is a special day because even though I'd done nine months of radio before I ever started this show, nine month, I mean, um, six years ago today to the exact date, started this show and we're now starting our seventh year so i'm Woo! i'm happy to join us here today and uh i look forward to talking to you again soon you've been listening to the christine upchurch show stellar conversations to illuminate your journey each week this show engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be join christine every friday at 11 a.m pacific time on kknw am 1150 and transformationtalkradio.com for more information about the transformative healing work of christine visit www.stellarreflections.com and for weekly topics visit www.transformationtalkradio.com Transformation Talk Radio.com.